great future. We're talking real money. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered together on the radio and through the magic of podcasting to help you and the people you care about do better with money. Dealing with your money is what this show, this gathering, this event is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. Beloved by many, hated by a few. And our phone number is 855-935-8255, which just coincidentally spells T-A-L-K or talk. Because we'd like you to call and talk to us about the things that you need help with when it comes to dealing with money. So, uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about money on Talking Real Money. And it goes to, you know, it just seems to follow the name the talk, same things. Uh, and again, number 855-935-TALK. One of the most important financial subjects, period, exclamation point, that you deal with in your life is getting the money together to enjoy a better retirement. Because we don't really, most of us don't have anyone who is going to take care of retirement for us. It is up to us. Yes, there may or may not be, probably will be Social Security for you. It is certainly not enough for most people to live uncomfortably. You can eke out an existence, but it isn't comfortable. Most people want to retire comfortably. And we try to help you do that. But you today believe that a comfortable retirement for many of you is less likely than it was in just the recent past. Yeah, shocking uh, new survey out, Don, that says 64% of those still working are confident about their financial prospects during retirement. Last year, it was 73%. Uh, and then among people who already retired, 73% said they said they are somewhat or very optimistic about their ability to live comfortably in retirement. That's down from 77% last year and kind of shockingly 82% in 2019. So we're headed the wrong direction. And here's the part that I find most fascinating. The reason people have less confidence, well, the economy people feel is shaky, lackluster returns in their retirement savings, and, of course, the I word. Not I bonds. Not (laughs) Independent. (laughs) Better leave that one. Interloper. Uh, interloper inflation inflation inflation, which is another running something around five percent depends on who you ask right but i mean it's it's a fascinating thing to me that this change i personally think this survey changes if you take this in the next bull market there's going to be back down to 10 or 15 percent of people that don't feel have faith about their long-term financial prospects because as you know, as we have talked about many times, if you have a plan, you don't really think about the short term very much. You might look at things and say it doesn't look very happy today, but you're not thinking about the next six months, next year, whatever. You're really thinking about the next 25 or 30 years, and that plan should include inflation. And anyone, I think, over the age of 50 should have a plan to say, here's what we're trying to do, because you mentioned Social Security you mentioned savings, all those things. If you have a plan that's all in there, and frankly, inflation's going to come along, bad markets are going to come along, the economy's going to be bad, all those things are just part of 
the regular old economy. We tend to forget about them because we want to, but they're part of your overall plan. And I'd be willing to bet that the third of people in these more recent studies who don't feel really confident about their ability to retire comfortably, I would be willing to bet that almost all of them, if not all of them, because you got to figure even some of the people who are confident are in this group, they do not have any kind of a plan, not even a rudimentary plan. Uh, as a matter of fact, we find it quite rare that anyone who is planning for retirement has a plan. You could say, I'm planning for retirement. Well, but part of planning means having a plan. And the plan doesn't have to be hard. We give you ideas for creating that plan right here where you can do it on your own. So give us a call at 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Because it's really darned important. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number. 855-935-8255. And we have lines open for you right this very moment. We are talking about retirement this hour. The the well, or anything else you bring up, but the main topic is retirement, and a lot of people don't feel like they're ready. About a third just don't feel like they're ready. So, how do you know? This is for all of you who are thinking about retiring someday. So that's uh, a lot of you. How do you know if you're ready to retire? Uh, Investopedia recently put together a whole retirement guide. It was filled with stuff. And one of the articles was, I really liked it. It was called Signs You Are Not Financially Okay to Retire. And it's 10 things that um, are negatives rather than positives. If, you, if you've got these things going against you, you may not be ready, Tom. Yeah, and by the way, I was ready about Wednesday at four thirty in the afternoon, but that's a different. You've been topic. ready a lot lately. <laughs> Just I think I'm like, yeah. Can I announce Thursday? Is that would that be okay? Would that be too soon? Uh, these are interesting uh, because some of them completely agree with some of them, not so much. Number one, according to the fine folks at uh, Pedia, um, <laughs> yeah. they say struggling to pay current bills. Well, yeah. I'm not sure I know what that means. It in means other words, you're, so you're, you don't have enough income right. from your job today. You don't have enough income okay. to pay the bills now. If you have less income tomorrow, what in the heck are you going to do? Not going to not yeah, going to work. Basically, I think they, that rule is saying, I think it, that that thing is saying, if you can't pay your bills now, you better get them in under control before you think about retiring. Yeah, I mean, and the, but then they cite this number that I completely disagree with. They claim Americans may need about 75% of their pre-retirement income to enjoy a comfortable retirement. Yeah, it sounds low. I don't buy that for way low. Way low. When we build plans, we build it on what you're spending today because so few people say, well, okay, now, well, I don't need to buy any more ties. I don't need to buy any more gas. Eh, you find other ways to spend it. So that one's tricky. But, okay, yeah, you're right. If you, if you can't pay the mortgage, you can't pay the light bill, you can't do other things, maybe we should do something that you talk about regularly, Don, and that is – readjust your lifestyle right. so that you can spend less it's not going to get better and yeah, the second fair. one ties right into that which is a high level of debt if you can't afford to pay your bills and you have a lot of debt well yeah uh focus on getting rid of those that debt unless it's especially, a mortgage yeah especially the credit card debt car loans those kind of we see people 
who have $800 a month car payments, uh, which is that's kind of spendy. Uh, but I'm okay, and I know you are as well, about people that do have a mortgage yep. into retirement, especially if you got it three, four years ago and you're looking at the twos or threes. That is okay. But, yeah, the debt thing, especially high interest rate debt, wow, that could be a real killer. No you got to get rid of it. you got to get rid of it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We'll cover more of these in just a few minutes. But awaiting us is Bill. Hi, Bill. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm well, sir. How are you? Uh, looking for some help. Okay. Okay, so I've got a question about mutual fund pricing, trading deadlines, and is there a requirement for a brokerage firm to publish when their trading deadlines are? Who are we trading? I'll trade Don um, for a second rounder to be named later. Yeah, I'm not NFL material. Yeah, okay, sorry. So, oh, okay. So what my problem is is um, I, I I sold a mutual fund. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know two o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, um, I, well, three o'clock Eastern time. About ten minutes later, I realized I traded the wrong fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled up the the status. It says pending. I mm-hmm. tried to cancel it. Couldn't cancel. Um, round and round, called a rep, you know, and they were no help. Come to find out about three days later, this firm has a um, internal policy that a trade, a mutual fund trade cannot be canceled after 2.15 Eastern time. This is not published on their website. There's nothing that pops up when you make, go make your sell trade. There's nothing. Are there any regulations that say that they have to tell you when the trading cutoff is or when you can't back out of trade? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, Tom? Yeah, this does come up from time to time. So because we work primarily, well, not primarily, completely with an outfit called Charles Schwab, and I believe their deadlines are always somewhere earlier than that. I think you said two o'clock Eastern. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think, I think it's around noon Pacific time, but I think that's just an arbitrary decision Schwab makes because they want to make sure they can get all the trades in by the end of the trading day. Uh, I don't know about regulations. That's an area that I, I just, I know some regulations, obviously, but not that one. I don't know that there are. Something that uh, that the folks who regulate markets say you have to have trades done by a certain hour or not. Now the the issue comes. So to, what what is what was your what what? How did this end up? You ended up selling the wrong fund, right? Correct, and it had a huge capital gain. Uh-huh. So I noticed that was the wrong fund, and I tried to back it out, and they wouldn't. I couldn't do it. Which just seems odd to me because oftentimes custodians will go let you fix trades. I knew I know that because we've had that instance ourselves. Um, is this a major custodian or a smaller one? Yeah, it's a it's a major custodian. It begins with a V. Oh, it's Vanguard okay. itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Vanguard's a little trickier about all these kind of things again than Schwab, than Schwab is. Um, but I. I'm surprised that and, they wouldn't let you go in and fix that. And they don't, and they don't have it on their website or anything that this, about this deadline. And, the, and you call, and depending which rep you get, you get a different – some don't even know about this, this deadline. Yeah. This, my, my, per, my personal rep took him three days. I had to tell him about it. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear those things because unless, again, you're involved in them sort of day-to-day, our, our trading folks know they'd probably call me up right now and say, hey, you dummy, we've told you this 15 times. The deadline is X. Um, and we do trade Vanguard products. So um, My guess yeah, is, let me, let me just guess, and it's total guesswork. I do. I have never in my forty years in this business. Now I'm right at my fortieth anniversary. Never in my forty years in the financial business heard of a rule that requires disclosing those kinds of things. I I honestly don't believe that they have to, um, and and if they do, in what manner they have to do it. It could have been through some thing you got a long time ago i don't know that i'm just saying that the the issue is going to become uh and if if vanguard stands their ground which they will probably do you have two options one you can just grin and bear it which i know sounds miserable or two you can do what a lot of people do what's what how much money how much you gonna end up paying in capital gains uh it was Triple digits. So it's hundreds of dollars. Yeah. The, the only the only thing you could do with that would be to take them to small claims court, and you probably have to take them to small claims court in Pennsylvania, um, which is probably not worth the trouble. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Ah, I found it. This is how they, this is the CYA page. Hmm. They got them. They all got them somewhere. Yeah. You You can cancel a trade online through the link they give or by calling us, they say. We'll do our best Ah, to meet Mm. your request, but can't guarantee that a given trade can be changed or canceled. That is a, what is called a CYA clause. Yeah. And I mean, I mentioned that I've seen these things unwound we certainly have at schwab so i'm surprised to hear that vanguard wouldn't do the same that said vanguard has become pretty big and maybe a little more rigid than they were in the old days so hmm yeah yeah remember those old days have, where we could just call them up and say i don't want object, to trade well, that yeah, yeah i remember i yeah. still remember the phone number i used to give it out so often on the radio <laughs> that's true that's you mean call somebody yeah that's i used right. to and uh-huh. and you know what would happen when Funny. you called they would answer the phone. No. Yes. yes. You're number 73 yes. in line. For you know us what's to even weirder? When they were really busy during uh, crazy markets? Sure. You might even get Jack Bogle answering the phone. He was not too he was not too proud to when the phone lines were busy to 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 have the calls forwarded to his office and start taking calls. He made all the execs do it. And we you the, I can guarantee I you that won't do happen that today. No, no I guarantee you Jack no Bogle way. will not answer the phone. Well, Jack Bogle's dead. Okay, well, I just, there's but a guarantee I'd be we don't to bet, get to make many. I'd be willing to bet that the uh, the, the execs at Vanguard don't do no. that anymore. No, they're out yeah. lunch I'm or just something. guessing. So, kidding. But, you know. Right, you, want some more, nobody, you want some more reasons? But, yeah, yeah. You know, but nothing is the way it used to be. No, that's it's just, just the way. Not. When you get old, that's the way it is. I you don't know, know why it happens remember, that remember way, that? but. My wife just talked to somebody who used to be our, our kind of banker at yeah. the Bank of America who yeah. called up and said, I'm back at the bank. I yeah. was like, the banker? You have yeah, a I've banker to at the bank? bank. <laughs> yeah, I've been their bank. There's people in them, their banks? I, I apparently, and your money that you in can go see anytime In addition to the money like. behind glass? <laughs> you can see it anytime you like. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. All right. So, yeah, yeah, let's go back to that list of of signs. Fascinating signs you are not ready to retire, ladies and gentlemen. The number three sign that you are not ready to retire. No plan for future major expenses, of which I'm undergoing one right now, as you know, with my fancy new deck expansion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> please, I I told you not to bring that up. I'm oh, never gonna. Oh gosh, I'm please. sorry. I yeah, forgot. No, you're not yeah, sorry. I'm not um, sorry. <laughs> so, but this is okay. This is kind of an odd thing that one advise you don't want to wait until you're retired to address major foreseeable expenses such as replacing your roof repaving your driveway purchasing a vacation purchasing a vacation home really? what i mean really seriously re i mean buying a new car really so again a sophisticated plan any advisor puts those things in the plan number two frankly i don't know I don't know your finances, but depending, really, the vacation home would be something you purchase while you're still working. Well, I guess. or I mean, or, I so. or if you if you have one or two going on, uh, you don't even think about that. Well, no, that goes with you're that thing. Just don't having trouble think about paying it. the bills. Yeah, but new cars that goes into the software. Home improvements that should be in the software for sure. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, just back to the vacation home, I have crunched vacation home numbers. Six ways to Sunday, um, and I just can't make the math work. You're you're better off staying at a nice Marriott or Hyatt than you are buying a vacation. <laughs> rent a home for a period of time, or renting one on like Tom yeah. does. If the thing Airbnb or something. Yeah, basically, know. you get these beautiful, gorgeous homes for yeah. a tiny fraction of what your mortgage payment would be on a vacation home. Just stayed in one in beautiful Mesa, Arizona. So, I don't know, had a pool and everything. Yeah, well, with the extra heating fee. <laughs> God, I, oh, that reminds me. I have yet to see that. Maybe they forgot. Oh, maybe I'm they hoping. forgot. Uh, they, they had a $100 a day heating fee for the pool. That's just outrageous. I, mean, I was going to run the hose from inside to get, to get it going from the bath out there. But nah, okay. Our number is 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Coming up soon. We don't know when, but soon, number four. We'll tell you what four is after some of this stuff. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello again. Don here, Tom there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And if you live in, uh, this is a big, 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 big moment for all of you who live in the Northeast part of the United States when you hear this on uh, on as a podcast. It is the beginning of, yes, I know you've been waiting for it. It's spotted lantern fly season. The lantern fly is an endangered species, Don. No, so you should be a little kinder to them. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, they encourage you to stomp them wherever you see them. Honestly, it's like stomp the stomp out lantern fly. They're an invasive species. Huh? They're this big, ugly bug, and they're big. They're big. They're like like the size of your fingers. You know, just ah. And they want you are encouraged at every opportunity. So. Kill. There'll be a whole lot of stomping going on in the Northeast. All right, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Jack, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yeah, thank you very much for taking my call. Um, I have two questions. 
And uh, my question one is, um, what is the best antidote to inflation? And uh, my question two is, um, you know, I've been following the news. A lot of stores, department stores are closing, Walmart, Bed Bath and Beyond. And, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, we are heading in a, economically in the wrong direction. Um, what is your guys' forecast to, um, you know, the economy? Do you think we are heading to a recession or... Those are my questions. Thank you. Thank wait, you. Wait, I'm going to get the crystal ball oh. out here. I'm looking. Wait, I'm looking through it. Wait, you know what it says in the inside? The future is uncertain. That's yeah. what it says. Um, let me t- this, let's talk about this for a minute. Uh, one, inflation. We don't know how long inflation is going to last. Uh, one of the nice things about owning equities in a portfolio is that they tend to, um, they tend to help you with inflation. They, they can raise, the companies behind those stocks can raise their prices. Two, Walmart, this is blown out of all semblance of proportion. Is Walmart closing up? Walmart is closing that. 19 st- underperforming out stores. Of, oh, 5,000? I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of stores. Uh, I'll put it that way. Let's see. Walmart. You got more retail operations than anybody else, I believe, correct? Yeah, they're the basis. they're the they're the biggest retailer in the world. Uh, let's see how many number of stores. I hate this thing that Google does. Says, do you want to tell us where you are? I hate that. Yeah, why why do they ask all the time? I don't know. I don't it's understand annoying. That. It's totally annoying. Uh oh oh. Psh, okay, well maybe it is a big deal. They're closing. Okay, they're closing nineteen out of. 10,500 yep. stores. Oh, I only had half of all the stores. They're going to be mad at oh, me. 19 out of 10,500. So now, 100 would be one. Yeah, Bed, okay, Bed so, Bath & Beyond tiny. has been in big trouble. Bed Bath & Beyond in big trouble since I don't remember when. But this, this has been a slow death. And uh, like the demise of stores like Toys R Us and things like that, it will not have a major effect on the economy because it's been closing in slow motion for many, many, many years. Are the coupons still good? No, the coupons. Well, they are now. They are now, but you better hurry. I was going to trade them in for some shares of SVB. Um, That's worth it. Okay, but let's let's talk about the economy. No, I wasn't joking. I was. Oh, you were. Uh, I wasn't. (laughs) The economy. All right, the economy. First of all, yes, inflation remains high mm-hmm. can't make much of an argument about that yeah, it is. not but you, not as you said, but wait not like we saw in the in the 70s and the early 80s I, no this is well, single digit. digit yeah we were yes, double digit is. back then. we're about five percent now depending yeah. on which figure you follow and by the way there's a lot of other places in the world you can go inflation is far far higher south america for example is rampant um number two where's the economy headed we don't know that. Ah, actually, but, I have you know, a really, really, really good idea. And in fact, I'm going to go out on a major limb here and make a prediction. And I'm going to saw it off right behind you. The economy will grow. Yes, yes, it will. It You're will just not grow. Put a time, a number on it. When? I'm not going to tell you when, but I am. <laughs> I am 99.99, just like ivory soap. I am 99.99999999 percent percent purely certain that the economy of the world will grow someday. and why let's talk about why this conversation is kind of facetious in a couple of minutes really 
Because we don't care. Well, we'll tell you why here in a moment. Okay, we'll tell you why we don't care, and we'll tell you what number four is, unless, of course, someone calls and keeps us from number four. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's how you call us. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Right there is Tom. Right here is Don. Right in my wallet is real money. Oh, no, there's not because I gave my last real money to my wife. She goes, do you have any 20s? Any 20s. I had a 20. I don't know where all my money it's went. Cash. I, I had I, cash. I, this stuff sits there for months. I got, a, I got a new credit card, though. I got that Chase Sapphire thing. Well, let's go out. Because they're giving, they're giving you like 80,000 points. It's like, wow. Okay, I'll take the points. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to see the see another sunset in Sweden while you're there on the points or something? I don't know. Then, or what we, the we may go to the to the beach or something on them. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And Gates, it's your time. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, thank you, Tom and Don. I really appreciate uh, all your assistance. I've called numerous times in the past. Today, I've got a, a bad topic to ask you a question about. That's annuities. Yeah. Uh, you've conditioned me. I don't I don't have any annuities. I'm trying to help my older sister, who just turned 72 last year, so she has to deal with RMDs, uh, work through some tax planning and some, some income planning. She converted uh, $230,000 in a TIA a traditional account in 2018 into an annuity. Is that a qualified annuity, and does it require RMDs? Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it was in the, exactly. the TIA traditional. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Unless, she, unless she took it out, paid taxes on it, and then bought an annuity. If she did the annuity inside the plan, that is a qualified annuity and is subject to required minimum distributions. I guess it's not safe to assume that they're, they're providing her monthly distributions, that those distributions will total equal or more than the RMD. We can't seem to get an answer as to what the – the balance was at the end of December uh, 2021, so we know what our 2022 RMD requirement was. You can't get the balance for 2021. Wait, 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 wait! wait. Oh, that seems very odd. That, that should be simple. Odd. Yeah, they, their TIA has not been very open, or we're not asking the right questions. But to me, the question is, what's hmm. the balance in the last year? It's pretty simple, but we can't get that. Well, then, what you should ask for is the 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 statement, the final statement. For the year 2021, as for a copy, because they have to, that's required. They must send you a statement for the tax year. Well, I can log into her account and I can't find that statement anywhere on her online TIA account. That's just wacky. That is very strange. Huh? I don't know how to help you there other than <laughs> the aforementioned phone call. Well, I've got one other thing, and I meant to send Don, I asked Don a question several months ago about about uh, beneficiaries for a joint account in um, at Vanguard, and, and you had a good answer about a transfer on death. They won't allow that for a joint account. You, you told me to, to, to ask for a transfer on death certificate. They will not allow that for a joint account. 
No, they would. They well, would. Just, Vanguard will not. Because a joint well, account, a joint account, it, it takes. Yeah. yeah, it would have to be a single account. And if I said it was good for a joint, that was my mistake. I wasn't paying attention apparently, because it, it on a joint it just account becomes the owner. Uh, yeah. Exactly on a joint account, the other name becomes the owner on the passing of the first one. So you couldn't do a TOD. But it would be if it was in a single name, you could do a transfer on death or pay pay on death POD. Um, but well, I've got transfer on death accounts at Fidelity and Transamerica and um, Franklin Templeton. But but uh, the, the th- reason I'm worried about it is if my wife and I be killed in a car wreck at the same time, that throws our accounts there into probate, whereas uh, uh, I'd like to have beneficiaries so it, it would bypass the probate process. What kind of account is this? It's a joint account. No, says. but what kind it's of a, account? Uh, it's joint, just a brokerage. Just a regular brokerage account. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a right tricky. I never really thought about that actually, because if you don't have an estate plan that says this money is going to here, that could be an issue. Um, so yeah, you're right. You would need some. You need a trust or some other way to put that money somewhere so that if something were to happen to both of you at the same time, it would go the proper place. You, you raise a, a, a legitimate concern. Please drive safely. Well, I appreciate that and. <laughs> Thank you very Please much. Please drive safely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, and so back to but back to the the annuity issue. There, really, that's kind of hard to believe that that wouldn't be pretty easy to find. So you're going to need to send. Sometimes they have chat boxes on these things, or as I said, uh, all joking aside, a phone call because that statement exists. You're really going to have to have that to determine the required minimum distributions. Absolutely. That's that's what I need to know and the question I need to ask. I really appreciate everything. Always y'all have a good weekend. What a pain. And there there is one other alternative. And and this is kind of a crazy yeah. alternative. For the TOD? Yeah, because she's no longer a contributor. She's just taking money out, right? Oh, this okay, the RMD. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. To yeah. simplify the whole process going forward. Not this isn't gonna help going backward, but to simplify the process going forward is whatever hit she's going to have to take on that annuity, get it the heck out of Tia and get it into your own, uh, get it into her own IRA account and manage it there. It's going to be simple. How long ago did she buy the annuity? 2018, so it'll be five years. Yeah, there, there should be little or no surrender, or there should be a very low surrender small. now. Yeah. It'll be small. I, would, I, I, I think I would really take that hit because it sounds like they're kind of a pain to work with anyway. And uh, there is no benefit. There is no benefit to an annuity inside a qualified account. No benefit. They are merely sold because they generate better commissions than, than, than a mutual fund probably would in most cases. So I would get that out. I'd get an IRA set up with somebody like Schwab or Fidelity or whomever. I'm not even going to say Vanguard anymore because apparently they're becoming a bigger pain. <laughs> Uh, but one of those guys, and then it's going to be so much simpler in the future. Thank you so much for the call. We really appreciate it. And Pam, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, I just have, I have a couple questions. Um, my husband and I are retired. We have Social Security. We've got money in a checking account in, I don't know if I'm supposed to say names of banks. but We don't care. Um, in a, oh, you don't care? Don't okay. Care. Bank of America. And then we've got some in BECU, but they're in just checking accounts. They mm-hmm. don't have any really good interest income. 
And then I've also got some money in a 401k from where I used to work. Um, I, I guess two questions. We don't have a lot of money in savings. We're retired. How bad a shape are we in? <laughs> well, how much money is in all of those other accounts? Total. It would add up to about 70000 70000 70, How much do you need yeah. from them on an annual basis? Nothing. Good. There you go. Well, then, then you're okay. Like you're so in a good we, place. We can li- really? Okay. So where should that really help? Because, you know, you hear all these high figures of how much you should have. No, but that, but you see, that's I, why it all, that's why we love the answer. It depends because it all depends on every individual's personal scenario. And you and your husband are living, you, you say you're living fine on social security, correct? Yes. Then yes. what you should we do. We have no debt. We have no debt. Oh, sorry. No, and what you should do then with this money is you don't want a lot of money sitting and languishing in a checking account. You do, certainly don't need two checking accounts. You don't need a BECU and a B of A. You should have uh, three months of expenses in there, and then you should get that other money out into a high-yielding savings account. Go to bankrate.com, and you're going to make four percent or so on that money which is going to help keep you at least up with inflation tom and don are talking real money for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money and if you were waiting for number four on our list of things that uh, show you're not ready for retirement (laughs) you gotta wait till the next hour or the next podcast if you're a podcast listener so Wait for that. And then right now, if you want to uh, attend a class, we've got a great one coming up. Keep calm and retire strong. That's going to be Wednesday, May 24th, 9 o'clock Pacific, in person in Bellevue at our brand new office and online at the same time. Don and I will be doing that, talking about all things financial, helping you get ready and to build a plan. Sign up at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. And to keep the lawyers happy.